Hello, hello there. My name is Moriam with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. We're coming at you today with a very sci-fi episode, a very space-faring, teleporting, uh, time-jumping episode. As always, I'm coming my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. Would you like to lead the listener in on what we're, uh, transport the listener to a mm. uh, to an amazing world with you, with your words? So... Take us there. Take us there. About, um, I can't remember, I wasn't like two months ago, and a half months ago, uh-huh. we, uh, we, we covered something. This is now a continuation of that. Yes, it is. We what are... we first covered was the uh, Doctor Who New Year's special. Yes. Uh, Even the Daleks. Daleks, did we not cover it? We did indeed. We did. And there's released a second special, a, a Easter special. They're not doing a series this time. No, they're not. Uh, they're doing three specials <laughs> to conclude Jodie Whittaker's run as the Doctor. Correct. Uh, this second special, Legend of the Sea Devils, uh, aired on Easter Sunday. It did. And the the last special will air, I think... It's I, sometime in the autumn. Right, I want to say in the autumn, yeah. We we don't know when yet. Also, so, fun fact. But for the minute, we have uh, we have Legend of the Sea Devils. I'm yeah. going to jump in, we're going to talk about it, we're going to see what we think. Now, we yeah. haven't said a word to each other about this since watching it. No. When did you, when did you watch it? I watched it... Um... Monday, I think Monday or Tuesday. I watched it Tuesday, Tuesday evening. I I, I sat down and watched it. Okay. I think. Do you want to go beat by beat, or do you want to have some topics? I think I watched it Tuesday morning. I watched it before you watched it anyway. Right. Okay. Yes, you did. Um, one thing I was going to mention: this is the lowest, uh, I think, TV ratings for any Doctor Who episodes had. Really? Or any, or any specials had. It was like 20 million or something. It's the lowest oh. it's ever had. Which is the telling of the series at its, its current state. And w- perhaps what you think of it? Uh, I mean... It's... I, I it's re- remember... Right, let me let me stop you because you're, you're stuttering. Yeah. It's very rare on this show yes. that we don't like something. I want to say yeah. we're very we're very positive on this show. We often. try to be. We try to be. We try to be very positive. We try to be very uplifting. We try mm-hmm. to be a good time, don't we, Corey? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's very rare that we don't like something, that we that we, that we we dislike something. There's been a few bits here and there, you know. We've had things like uh, Who Killed Captain Alex, which is, so, which is so ridiculous and so completely off the wall that it's amazing and that, yeah. we, and that it's good. And mm-hmm. there's been things like, like Hoodwinks, for example, which Corey oh, really enjoys in sort of yes. an ironic way. It's fantastic. That, that I can't stand. So there's a difference of opinion, but yes. generally one of us is always positive about it. Yeah. Right? I'm really positive about Who Killed Captain Alex. Correct. Corey's really positive about Hoodwinked. Yes. Right? We generally try to keep... It's very rare that we are unanimous in our dislike of something. Correct. Unless it's Army of the Dead. That's the right? only one I could think of. In my head, I was like, is this Army of the Dead? <laughs> Army of the Dead. I know. Army of the Dead is the only one which we unanimously dislike. Yes, which is odd, but Legend of the Sea Devils. Mm-hmm. Give me your react. Give me your reactions. Okay, so I wanted this to be similar to either, either the Daleks, right? I went back, and um, you gave it a seven. No, mm-hmm. you gave it a seven point five, and I gave it a seven, all the other way around. One of us gave it point five. One of us gave it a seven. I think I probably gave it a point five. I'm a, yeah. I'm a Dalek fan. Um, and I really liked it. It was good. It was good fun. I wanted this to be like that. Right. Unfortunately, it was not like that. No, it was not like that. <laughs> it was 
it just wasn't my issue started straight away okay unfortunately. well unfortunately well, let's give a brief a recap mm. we have a village in feudal china yes 1807 i believe it starts in uh, and you could be we correct. have a village is attacked by uh a, a, a pirate queen and she destroys a statue of would you would you guess it a sea devil yes right? initially I've not had much exposure to a sea devil to see though as a classic Doctor Who enemy. No. And I thought that statue was incredibly big. I thought, are they that big? I he was holding a man with one hand. I mean, yeah. I've uh, I, I thought he was only, like twenty foot tall. I've only seen them in like stills from like the old Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. Um you know they're tall. Exactly. Are they that tall? Well No, they're probably about they're probably about six foot five, seven foot. I, I, Kind of. Um, yeah. I've got. I mentioned this to you off air briefly. I've got a couple uh, trivia bits. Trivia. Oh right. One of them does. The, one of them the does involve the height of, of the, the main of the main sea devil in particular. Oh, of the of the chief sea devil. Yeah. What is the height of the chief sea devil? Well, it doesn't mention the height specifically. It does, however, mention uh, the height of the lead sea devil varies wildly. Sometimes towering over human characters by more than a foot. Sometimes barely taller than them. So apparently Doctor Doctor Who doesn't even know how tall they are. Right, maybe he's just going up. Maybe he's just on his tippy toes sometimes. Yeah. Maybe he's just leaning up. Maybe just, you know, because I'm, how tall are you? You're about six. Six three. Six three. Mm. Uh, six three, six two kind of height. And you sometimes you slouch. True. You're not big. But if you sort of straighten up, then you'd probably be like six four. Maybe because he was a statue for years, he's just got bad posture. Maybe I'm like I'm five eleven, and <laughs> yeah. I probably when I straighten up, I can probably reach six foot quite easily. So, but any, the height notwithstanding of the sea devils mm. uh, and and the chief sea devil, the sea devils are back in force. They've got an army, and this time they've got an anti gravity pirate ship, ship, which I thought was a pretty cool. When I first saw that, I thought that was a pretty cool design. I like. The look of a pirate ship. I like the sci-fi element where it's hovering. You know, it's got the sort of anti-gravity sort of jet engines on the bottom. And it's sort of sweeping through the through the mist. It looks really mm. like a ghost ship. I suppose it's supposed to be like a ghost ship, like a yeah. real pirate vibe ghost ship kind of feeling. This, this does actually lead me also to my final my final goof. And whoever wrote this on IMDb is oh. very passive aggressive. Okay. Um, it's just, it just states very simply. When the Doctor sees the flying sea devil boat, she declares such a sight to be impossible. The Doctor has encountered flying boats before. Uh, maybe she, they... maybe it's a flying maybe it's a flying <laughs> sea devil boat. She's not. I mean, they, I know for a fact they haven't had a ship because she asks them why why when did we have a ship? And then he goes, since me. Right. So that's why they have a ship. Is since the do- I feel like that person has had a bit of a. Has a bit of a beef with the episode, and it's just pick, it's just a nitpicking. I know nitpicking when I see it. I but, mean, I feel like most of it. Unfortunately, most of this episode could be nitpicked. Fair enough. Mm. Um, but I, I feel like I, I quite enjoy the Sea Devils as enemies. Mm-hmm. Nice to see them return. Yeah, it, I mean, we spoke about this with the Daleks. It's good when other mm. new, either new or old creatures come back. Yeah, it's nice to have a bit of variety. Something a bit different. I would have liked to see a named sea devil, perhaps. That's a good point. Like I know some, I know some exist. This uh, Salvix Marcissus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doctor Who Wiki. Um, there you go. Some named sea devils, and my favourite sea devil, Chief Sea Devil. 
Yeah, he's like Chief Keith, maybe. <laughs> um, and he appears. There's two apparently. Um, there's there's one in uh, the 1970s. Mm-hmm. In the in the original sort of in the original you know the Sea Devils episode, yeah. you know season nine series you know series three of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. so, and then um, and then we have the other Chief Sea Devils in this, uh, yeah with the third with the third Doctor. Do you know who the third Doctor is? Uh, my head's going Patrick Troughton, but I don't think it is. I know Hartnell's one, right, and then I kind of lose it Come after on. that. It's not Troughton. It's not the other Tom, is it? No, it's not. His name's not Tom. Classic Who is where my head. Yeah, Classic Who is just too long and too, too much. It is uh, this is literally the thing? My head just goes. Number one is William Hartnell, and after that it goes. Bleh, and then like. Do you want me to give you his first name? Tom Becker's like six. Um, if you give me his name. first name, I probably will get it. John. John. Okay, that doesn't help as much as most I... people. Most Doctor Who fans, they're, they're they're screaming at the episode his name right now. Who is the third Doctor, Corey? John. 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 Do you want to give me the John, first letter of his second name? No, I've got it. I've got it. I'll get it. No help. No help. Um. Don't right, it's like Google. Second one's second one's got black hair. Third one's got like curly white hair. Yeah, curly white hair. Curly white hair. What's his name? John, 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 John. Part of nope, not part. Perch, 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 something, Perch, something. John Perch. John Pertwee. Is it Tree or Tree or Tweet? It's something like that. It's John Pertwee. There we go. How many times, Corey? (laughs) I don't. I don't watch classic Who. That was a struggle. Was that struggle and a half? Right. I don't. So here's the first Doctor to encounter the Sea Devils. Yes. John Pertwee is the first Doctor to encounter the Sea Devils. So we get lots of references to that. Mm. I said, oh, I've seen them before. I know know them. I know them. It's John, when I was John Pertwee. (laughs) So not even when I was the Doctor, when I was regular actor John Pertwee. Yeah. The Sea Devils were coming after me. So. um, I mean, it's... As I was just yeah, I was just gonna say it was. I will say one thing: the one, the one positive, at least the main positive, which is actually kind of also not a positive. The actual Sea Devils themselves look fantastic. They oh, they look amazing. For the most part, they look good. Mm. There are certain times when they don't. The design and you know the fact that the mouth but don't move. For the most speak, part, they look. Good. It's great. The fact that it was so practical is even better. They are, oh, yeah, a lot of good practical effects. Oh, they can't CGI sea devils. That's <laughs> Except that part where they're climbing up the side of the ship. That does look a bit janky. Well, they've got the weird, like, pulsing throat as well, which is uh, yeah. special effects, which is a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, the Doctor is not alone. The Doctor no. is accompanied by Yaz and Dan. Correct. Two we mates. mentioned last time. Yes, we did. I feel like they're more tolerable than this. Um, I feel like in the last episode they annoyed me a bit for some reason. Um, but I feel like they're much better in this one. Probably because it's the Doctor who does the majority of the talking. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I feel like you're correct. It, right, this is, I'm gonna, I don't want to launch into a rant, but okay. the Doctor's character, Jody, mm-hmm. how Jodie plays it, isn't mm-hmm. that bad. I feel like for all the weird and, and wacky characters the Doctor has had, 
yep. wacky personas that they've take that the character has taken on. Hers mm. isn't that. Hers hers isn't that bad. Okay. You know, her hers isn't that that you know that strange really. Yes, mm. she's a woman, so you know it's been established that that you can turn into a woman if you're a you know Gallifrey and when you regenerate, Missy yeah. is obviously the biggest proprietor of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Missy was great. True. So with the, with the Thirteenth Doctor, though, I don't think a character's that bad. I kind of like a sort of zany, z- zany off the wall kind of energetic Doctor. It's what um, it's what uh, Tennant did sometimes. I but mean, he also sort of balanced it out with other things. The issue is, I think, that people have is that it's not necessarily with her. A, a hyper doctor's fine. Like you said, Tennant did it a bit. Matt Smith did it a lot. Matt Smith did it a lot, yeah. Um, the issue is, is one kind of the companions have been a bit lacking. You have Matt Smith and you have Amy and Rory, and then you're not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of Rory, but still, um, they were fantastic. You had um, Clara as well with Matt Smith, Clara. great. Jodie Whittaker has kind of suffered from the companions not being great. Strings enough, people don't really like Clara, and I don't know why. I don't mind Clara. I think she's all right. I, I prefer for some reason, Amy and Rory. There's people who have aberrant hate for Clara, and I'm like, why? I really like Clara. I prefer Amy and Rory, but I don't think Clara did a bad job. Oh, I like I like Amy. I'm not so sure about Rory. Yeah, I know you're not. I don't mind okay. Rory. I think it's good. Okay. Um, but the issue with Jodie Whittaker is is that I think I she think just they've... lacks. A bit of oomph. Do you think they've tried to do too much with... Possibly. She they just have, bit... like, three people. I feel like four people in the TARDIS is a bit... Yeah, I mean, the other issue is, is that throughout the whole three... I think this is her third season, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, she had Yaz. Yeah. And then she had uh, the two people I can't remember. Uh, Bradley Walsh. Yes. And Bradley Walsh's stepson. Yes. Son. Um... And then Bradley Walsh and his stepson. I want to say Ryan. Was that his character's name? I think it was. Okay. Um, they left, and we're like, okay, okay. we're we're going home. And then that's yeah, they why went it home. Was, it was just yeah, and then in comes, in uh, comes, in comes Dan. Dan, who's John Bishop, who's a now now his uh, right. If he had been there from the start, I don't mm-hmm. want to say right. If we had removed Bradley Walsh and removed <laughs> Ryan and just yep. put and just inserted Dan in from the very start, I feel mm-hmm. like maybe I'd feel better. Yeah. I mean, the other issue is, is that one, from the looks of it, mm. Dan is going to be leaving at the end of this season. Right. Because at least at the, uh, the end sequence when he's on the phone to his, I assume, I've not seen the series, I assume it's his like partner or... Or his wife or something. Yeah. From the looks of it, it's going to end with him going back and being like, I'm going to go back with my you know partner now. Heading off, I want to go yeah. on more adventures. And then it's Yaz. Which just leaves yeah. Yaz. Noth- but my issue with this is nothing's happened to the companions. Nothing what does it mean happened. nothing's happened to them? Nothing bad's happened. They've all just gone home. <laughs> well, wouldn't you just? I feel like that's more no, realistic. Like, yeah, but even, even in like... Regular even people. In, yeah, but like even in this episode, where Doctor's like, oh, time always runs out or whatever. Yeah. Not the companions, are, hasn't they? just gone, eh. Well, a lot, of the companions no. di- a lot of the companions die. You know, Clara's killed by that raven. No, but this is what I mean. There's nothing that's happened to... Jodie with her companions that's made right. like that's given her like a streak right. or like a little knock or something she's not lost anything I feel like that's come from I feel like the best thing to do with, with that is Yaz well it's gonna have to be because she hasn't got a connection to John not John no. uh, to Dan really to John like he's John like he's comedian John Bishop 
He hasn't got a connection to him. To John. It's because we keep calling uh, Bradley Walsh Bradley. We can just call him John. That's fine. Um, like we know him first name basis. No, mm. I feel like Yaz is probably the best one to do that to, which is probably the saddest because she's got the best chemistry with Yaz. I mean, yeah. She's got it, the most chemistry with Yaz. So. It could go that way. It could go multiple ways with that. Yeah. Obviously, we know she's regenerating next episode. We do. Um, and they've got that whole... My other issue is with Dan, and I think the other issue is, is he's, he's come in in the, in the Flux season, mm. and in either of the Daleks that happened, and in this episode that happens, he always gets split off. He does. He's, he always, does he's always on loan. Because it's like they're focusing on the Doctor and Yaz's kind of relationship yep. and the building of this kind of romance and stuff. Well, so we're I kind don't, of like, okay, don't, well, mind. Dan, don't mind that. In fact, quite like it. I have one issue with it in this episode. Right, can I speak minute. first? Though? I want to say something first. Yep. Rose, Rose, I've got, I know Rose and Tennant, right? Mm-hmm. That was a romance that, that, that worked and that, and that bloomed through Rose's interactions with Christopher Freckleston mm-hmm. and the Ninth Doctor. Mm-hmm. And it bloomed through that and that sort of had a resurgence in Tennant's era. Um, and to be, honest, to be honest, who wouldn't go for David Tennant? I mean, pff, I would. Mm-hmm. So. She hooks up with Tennant, and then at the end they sort of have that sort of sad parting of the ways, which is the episode literally called Parting of the Ways. Yes. And it's one of the best pieces of Doctor Who or sci-fi media I've seen in many a long day. It's fantastic. Yep. The, the height of Russell T. Davis's era. Mm-hmm. But now we have the Doctor and Yaz, who I find, they don't have the exact same chemistry, but I really enjoyed their chemistry. When they're together, they're really great. And I really enjoy their chemistry. And I wish they'd, they'd pull the trigger. But I don't think they're going to. My or issue we generate is, and then they will. That's right, yeah. So this is where I think it's heading. My issue is one, is that at some point, again, when she's having the conversation and she's like, oh, if it would, if it would be anyone, it would be you. One, I right. don't believe that. Because if it could be anyone, I know Rose is ages ago. It'd still. be Rose. Exactly. It wouldn't be her. Right. Um, but also, I feel like... What's going to happen is, but either going to get together just before regeneration happens, or right. it's going to ha- it's going to be like a um, tenant thing where she's about to admit it, and then she'll change right. into someone else. And then she'll, well, ha- well, yeah, or she gets injured or something, and then yeah, she dies, and then she has to regenerate. But then you know, um, there's the people have analysed, and the last word she says is yes when she regenerates. Yeah. So it's so it's something to do with that. And... I mean, it's my other issue is, is I don't. With Tennant and Rose, when they like interact, you can tell there's something there. They're yes. like happy when they see each other, they're running up, they're hugging, they're on a motorbike together, whatever. Yaz and the Doctor just seem really awkward and just don't seem to have that like I'm weird, but I feel like I feel like that's part of yeah, I feel like Yaz has that sort of feeling about her. She has that trait of yeah, possibly. being so, somewhat unsure of herself but but still a bit but you know, wanting to wanting to be confident and do good. Hmm. I quite like that in her because that feels quite real to me. True. Yeah, so we're not the best. So we we all have spurts of of confidence and 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 the opposite. Hmm. No, you can't look at someone and say you're 100 percent confident 100 percent of the time because you're not because that's arrogance hmm. or possibly ignorance. Yeah. I feel like there's there's ups and downs, there's pitfalls. You'd have you'd have you know uh, streaks of self doubt. Everyone does. I feel like it's quite human of them to, to, to sound like that. Yeah. I mean, again, I mentioned this last time with Leave of the Daleks. I'm just 
getting tired of essentially pretty much every single doctor having a companion and falling in love. The only one not doing that was Capaldi. Capaldi much. I like Capaldi, even though, right, okay, that was a nice change, though. Capaldi was, yeah, probably because Capaldi looked, looked, looked old enough to be a dad. Yeah, and it was like, so, he's like the only one I could think of that hasn't even had like a little bit of an interaction with his companion in some kind of romantic Capaldi way. Capaldi was just kind of like your, your, your kooky uncle. Exactly. It's me, Dad. It's me, Papa Capaldi. I'm going to take you on a fancy space adventure. Here's the sunglasses. Here's my electric guitar. You know. The other thing is, and this is probably also going to be the issue, is is that this is after the next episode, Chibnall's done. Yes. And Whitaker's done. And then in comes Russell T. Davis. Right. And I, even if Chibnall's trying to set up this whole Yaz and uh, uh, Doctor thing, I feel like he has to end it there because I don't know if Russell T. Davis will keep it going. Okay. Because I feel like I feel like in Russell T. Davis's head, the doctor is still going to be trying to go over Rose. Okay. Because that's his thing. That's what he. What did. do you think we'll get Billy Piper back? No, no, no. But I think in his head, the doctor wouldn't want a relationship because he's still struggling with that. Right. Okay. Whereas in Chibnall's head, it's he wants to do something similar to that, something... so he's trying to do it. It was Whereas something new Russell... as well to do something yeah. new as well. Whereas Russell T. Davis did Rose, and he kind of understands what the doctor would be feeling. Right. Um. But I don't know. It's, I, it's one of the things we kind of just wait, wait and see for the final episode, see what happens if we get anything, if it gets but ignored. As for Legends of the Sea Devil, let's go back to that. Mm. Um, after our slight, uh, our slight tangent there, we've got um, got more than more than just Dan and Dan and Yaz. Yep. We've got this uh, this uh, other character. We've got Jihun, who is the Correct. samurai. Uh, Samurai Lord, Japanese feudal lord, in charge of the ship, and mm-hmm. it's all about the what are they after the the keystone. They're after the keystone, which right. is kind of a fallen plot point in this episode. Right, that's probably because I couldn't remember what it was called. That's the <laughs> MacGuffin, as they say in the industry. Well, yeah, um, the, everyone's after the keystone. The Sea Devils are after the keystone to power their to power yes. their ship, to, or not their ship, their base or something. To yeah, to reverse the to reverse the. Uh, the polarity of yes. the um, North and South Pole. Of the North and South Pole. Did they, did they say reverse the polarity in the episode? No, they said something about swapping the North and South. Oh, that's the perfect time if... to say it because that's like a Doctor Who phrase, isn't it? But I don't know if they said reversing the polarity. Oh, they could have easily. Oh, they could have easily said that. They oh. might have done. I just might have not picked up on it. Oh no, I think I feel like I would have picked up on it. I feel like you would have picked up on it. So. You know, you've got to reverse the polarity of the neutron flow, and that comes from John Pertwee. Mm. That comes from the Third Doctor. That was that's what he always says. You know, he always says reverses the polarity of the reverse the polarity of the neutron flow, and then he points his screwdriver at something, and then the whole plot fixes itself. You know, mm. it's and it's then been it's then been used as uses an uses like a joke through all the incarnations. So yeah. it's just something that will happen that will fix it. Well, yeah, pretty much. So they could have, she could have easily said reverse the polarity, and that would have been amazing. But anyway, uh, yeah, the Sea Devils plan to reverse the polarity yes. and turn the um, turn the the Earth inside out and make everything yes. water. So Correct. so the Sea Devils can can live and 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 thrive in the new yes. watery Earth and destroy all of the land. Yes. So you've got to stop the Doctor has to stop it by by reversing the reverse and yeah. turning it all back. Correct. By putting the ship in a big whirlwind, and Jihon kind of holds on and says, "I will hold them off." Some weird thing, yeah. 
I mean... I'll give it credit. The plot moves along quite quickly. It does. I feel like in some parts too quick. Do you think so? Yeah. Would you call that I, a pacing issue? Would you call it story-wise? Was your... I was... Um, that's what I can't remember who it was. I was watching someone else talk about this episode and review it. And he right. mentioned the fact that it seems like they had a cut. And it was like a longer cut, and they cut stuff out. So it seems Where's like that net from? Missing. Well, that's one of the things that annoyed me. Where did that get that net from? Right at the start, where they try and trap it. Where, where, where was he standing on the net? We never even saw it. He was just standing I don't know. magically in the net. I yeah. Well, I I think the whole point is he just happens to walk on the net, and the Doctor Yaz and Dan kind of have a plan already figured out. Well, they just saw know. him. They just saw the Sea Devil. But I mean, there's that. They know to trap that, him. Um, why isn't the Pirate Queen at the start killed? Like everyone else is. Maybe, I don't know, the Cedar was, the was rampaging through that village. Yeah, but he kills the father, who's like he next to He kills the father, her. he kills a few people in the village, and um, leaves. He can also apparently jump really high. He can, he's got force jump, why didn't he ever use that? Why did they never use that again? That wasn't the greatest looking thing, we just jumping Hold on, on wait, the they're ship. climbing up the ship, why didn't they just jump from the ship? Um, I mean, that's a good point. Why didn't Do they know just what? jump up the side? There's one thing in this episode, right? That really bugged me. Right, okay. Um, Not the neck, is it? No, 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 no. Right, uh, Dan and um, the son's name, I can't remember who he is. I don't know either, just the man. The guy, the guy with the keystone. By oh, the way, the keystone. keystone has been on this guy's neck the whole time, and they right. don't even allude to it. Right, I this, isn't, this isn't my point. When they showed that. Well, this is the thing, this isn't my point, but another tired dude is... Right near the end, we go, oh, uh, the keystone, it's this um, glowing, sometimes glows yellow, and then literally the guy's chest glows yellow. Yeah. At no other point, they could have easily just had his clothes just subtly glow throughout the episode, and you just don't realise it. Or, or, or they could have, like, shown him glowing at some point. Yeah. Like, hmm, what's that? Just, Maybe just they have, discovered the keystone earlier, but... Um... Just have the glow appear every now and then, and you don't realise it unless you're looking for it. Yeah. That doesn't happen. But my issue is, is they go on a ship and there's like, oh, there's no crew. Where's the crew gone? And it's just yeah. mysteriously all of the Pirate Queen's crew is being held ransom. I mean, so they've all been kidnapped no off screen. Yes. And somehow and kids are being held off screen. Somehow she's... And she has to give them, she has to give the keystone to the people who are. Yes. I feel like that's a historical event that I've no Rick that I just don't know about. I mean, it's one of those things where like she's. So you're telling me that like, she's like, she runs, raises the anchor, runs back to the wheel, pirates, pilots the ship, and then runs off well, of the wheel to then drop the it's anchor. It's like Macaulay Culkin in, um, in Home Alone 2. Mm-hmm. You know where Tim Curry comes in the room and he like operates the dummy in the in yeah. the bath? And she's got, she's got just got like a section of string, section of strings. She's just pulling string, pull the anchor <laughs> with the string, pull the sail, pull the I mean, string. As soon as they, as soon as they got on that ship and there was no crew, I was immediately like, right. The one thing I wanted from this episode was a massive like ship battle between a crew of people and a crew of sea devils with swords. I was like, we're not we getting that, got that. We kind of got that. We got it when like a four on four, and it wasn't even that good. Because the one issue with the sea devils is they move really slow and really clunky. So whenever we're in a fight scene, it just doesn't look good. And they've got um. <laughs> They've got those magic like lightsaber swords where they can cut yeah. your skin. They cut your skin and they just they're instantly insta kill. Yes, which are able to be used. Was that against ever brought themselves. up again? Um, 
I think it just happened at the start, didn't it? And then well, no one was ever killed net, that way either. And then uh, Dan kills like four of them by spinning around. Yeah, he kills four of them with a super spin. They're killed by their own weapon. Yeah. And I thought like they'd get Jihon with it or they'd kill the kid or something with the double. No, just never roll up again apart from the fact that Dan can spin really well. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's just a bit, the fight scenes in this weren't great because, you know, it was really Doctor Who's never been one for fight scenes. No, but like this one stuck out to me. It's not Doctor Who has never been one for fight scenes, I think. Or hand to hand combat, QCQ as we call it in, in yeah. the, uh... oh wait, no, not QCQ, CQC. <laughs> CQC as we call it in the industry, I'm not in the industry, is uh, not Doctor Who's forte. No. It's very much, you know, uh, animated Spider-Man, Star Trek, hmm. double hand punch, wrestle on the ground kind of thing. I will say one thing. This is another good thing. The underwater bit looks great, looks fantastic, visually. Oh yeah. As a story point, I didn't like it. The Sea Devil but, base looks. But great. looks when they go underwater and we're like, oh, the ship's not here, and we open oh. the door and there's like an oxygen bubble, which is why we're not getting splashed yeah. by water or whatever. Looks fantastic. Story-wise, don't like it, but looks great. Well, I think we've we've seen that because because this will be this will be a really weird backtrack. Mm. But the TARDIS has like a force field around it, doesn't it? Yes. Because when they went when they arrive on the Dalek Emperor's ship in um in series in Chris Rackerson series, the Daleks mm. can't shoot at them because they True. come out the doors and the Daleks just start shooting. But there's like a force field, so they can't get to them. True. Um, and then. Because I see that's how they end up. Because Dan's on his own with with the kid, and he's on the pirate yeah. queen ship. That's he's because he's walked off with the kid, and then the Doctor and Yaz end up going back in time, going back forward in time, and then mm. re- revening back on the ship to find and where Gion is because he's been captured by the Sea Devils. Yes, he's he's like raised on a tank. He's in, he's in like life support in this thing. Yeah. Um, and he's asking them like, "Do you have the Keystone?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's what he needs to." Yes. What's he? Who's he trying to save? What's he trying to do? Uh, he has it because it was his, and then he, gives he it gave to it. He gave it to the guy on the ship, who then is like the grandfather or great grandfather of the kid who has it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember why he needs it, or if he's just keeping it safe. Maybe. And then the pirate queen needs it because she needs to get all of all the money and the you know, gold to save her crew. To save her crew and her and kids. And the sea devil yeah. wants it. Um, yeah. So he can do the whole reversal thing. Do the whole reversal of the world. Yeah. I know that. I mean, that that's kind of the whole plot. It's just a bit. I don't know. It just. It seems like it was, seems like it had the essence of a really fun episode, right? Pirate ships, adventure, right. and right. Could firing I, right. cannons and stuff. Can it I suppose do this? Okay. In a, imagine we didn't get these specials, right? Imagine mm-hmm. we didn't get these specials. Yeah. And imagine if this was two or three episodes. Yes. And they stretched it out, and they put other stuff in it, mm-hmm. right? They put other stuff in it, like maybe the Sea Devils like travel for, maybe they've got a time traveling ship, and they travel forward mm-hmm. in time and try to invade now or something like that. Yeah. You know, put some put some more stakes in there, and the the Pirate Queen does have a crew and stuff. Yeah. If we stretch, if this was if this was just a series, if we got a series of this, mm-hmm. and the Sea Devils were like three, two or three episodes. Yeah. I feel like that'd be great. It'd be better. We can have an arc. It, it feels say. like we've been thrown in to something that we that we don't know. It's like, okay, right, you're in 
you're in you're in China. There's a keystone. Uh, mm. There's a statue that's come to life, and uh, this woman wants it, and this guy needs it, and the sea devil needs it, and we're all going to explain it really quickly and verbally tell you what's going on because you have no idea. Right. Evil for Daleks was explained briefly in the Flux series. Yes. Because the Daleks were in that, and so the whole like time loop and stuff that's explained in the series before that, and also they show you mm. how the time loop works because they die and come back. Yeah. This just kind of feels like sometimes like an info dump of like True. people telling you we need this because of this reason this this and this i'm going to tell you this rather than explain it or show you what's going on yeah I'm tell you it instead and doesn't everyone love being told stuff that uh, we, we love love long long exposition mm. it's, 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 it's the age-old it's the age-old um the age-old proverb isn't it of sh- show don't tell yes you know if I say, Corey, you're the best long jumper in the world, mm. I can tell you that every hour of the day. But no one's going to know you're the best long jumper in the world until you do a, the best long jump in the world. Exactly. So no one's going to see it if I keep <laughs> telling you. I, so, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, it seemed like it had a good premise. It just had issues of, we don't know what's going on. There's no backstory to this. It's almost like we shouldn't. You could put mm. this in like any series, and it doesn't really have a connection other than the companions. There's like no mention of anything from either the Daleks. This isn't going to be um, mentioned in the next episode because that's the yeah. Daleks again. And so it's just a bit weird. It's just like yeah. a, this place team. It's weird. Weirdly, it's filler, even though there's only like three episodes. Right, okay. That's what it feels like. Well, I suppose we can't really be angry at Chibnall at this point. After <laughs> it, you know, after after he's, all he's done, can we really be that mad? Mm. To say, because we got Russell T. Davis back. We got... Um, we have. We're having a new Doctor for the new yes. year. And could we, really, could we really be that angry at him now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so the other thing is, go. the other thing is, and the other thing that the other guy mentioned as well is, this is this is Jodie Whittaker's penultimate episode, and it does not feel like it. Oh, it doesn't she's got, really. She's got one episode left, and this does not feel like it's leading to her final episode. Because also, like in old in old Who, the final episode is like it's two, it's like two parts. Yes, yeah, a two parter normally. Um, and it's this massive big thing that takes two episodes to try and fix and figure out. Mm. But now we're kind of still getting that because we're getting like an hour long special, which is rough yeah. Episodes, but still. It just feels like this is going to be a bit forgettable and doesn't really mean much, which True. is unfortunate for her second to last episode. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then we get the, the trailer for the final episode. Shall we discuss that? We might as well. The trailer for the final episode, we mean, it's bringing in a lot of stuff. It's seeing as like a crescendo for mm. Jodie's time as the Doctor. Yes. So we've got um, the Cybermen. Yes. Turn with um, the lot. I know that someone with sort of the cracked mm-hmm. base plate. He's a character. Yep. Um, I believe he was features like the last Sidemen or something like the lo- the lone Sidemen or something. He was called. Uh, yeah, I think it's the lone Sidemen. And he is the um, and he's one of the uh, one of the characters in one of the Jodie's first. I think the first or second series that she did. Um, oh, it might have been the first one. I think it was the second actually. Because I remember I, he was I've mentioned only in, seen the, like the first four episodes in the, the, in the Jadoon episode, the day Jadoon episode that I watched, and then uh, Jack Harkness was in it, and he said, "Beware the lone Cyberman." Mm. That's the one line I remember from that, from that apart from the, the fact that Jadoon were in it. 
because I'm a fan of the Jadoon, and guess where they come from? Tenet series. <laughs> yeah, Tenet series is so much for Doctor Who, man. It's so it was, to be fair, it's just because a lot of a lot of new, um, not a lot of new aliens come in from that series, mm. or brought back in that series, and it's just really good. It's really well done. Yeah, and we've got um, the Daleks are back in this as well. In this fun, in this finale, correct. And uh, next to this time, do you think we'll get some sort of uh, some sort of doomsday reprisal? Possibly Daleks versus Cybermen. If I don't know what the, I have no idea what the plot is, but no, uh, possibly. Um, I don't. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be interesting how we do it. I like that. The Daleks would never work with the Cybermen. That was my. That was my one. That was my one criticism of. Um, is it the Pandorica? Is that what they called it? Yes. The one criticism of the Pandorica thing. The whole when all the bad guys get together. It's like, I don't think the Daleks would ever work with the Cybermen. Maybe, mm-hmm. I think it was because all their lives were threatened by the, uh, was it the TARDIS? I don't remember what the issue was. I think so. Something's happened to the TARDIS, and they decided to imprison the Doctor in the box. Yeah. So, you were, you're a Smith fan. Um, the Pandorica was, that's the, is that the thing Amy goes in? I think so. And then Rory waits outside of it for like 3,000 years. Yeah, and Rory's a cyborg. Yes. Well, he's a, he's, a, he's the, a Roman centurion. He's a Roman centurion, and all of the aliens team up together. Yes. It's like the Daleks and the Cybermen and the Sontarans and the Jadoon and the one with a weird face and stuff. Yes. They all team up. So, good episode. By the way, I did that Christmas, like 2009. Not sorry, 2009, like 2010 or something. I did that before, before Doctor Who did it. Really? There's a picture of me. There's a picture of me <laughs> that exists as a child. Yeah. On Christmas, Christmas on Christmas Day, when I got Doctor Who figures, I had the Sontar, I had the Sontaran battle pack with three Sontarans in it, in Donna and Noble, and mm-hmm. Dal, I had the Court of Scaro Daleks, right, nice. the black one and the three bronze ones, Dalek sec, mm-hmm. and then I had the Cybermen, I had the Cyber Leader, the one with the the sort of brain skull or whatever head, yeah, and I had two Cybermen, I had them all together fighting the Doctor. I did, <laughs> I did that, I I did that first. I did the Pandorica first, by the way. Just to want to take credit for that. Okay. <laughs> Put it on the wiki. Put it on the Doctor yeah. Who wiki. Add it to the wiki. I did it as a boy first, yeah. you know. So, and I think I've still got most of those Daleks still exist, I think. I think the Cybermen and the Sontarans may have seen better days and may have been chucked. Mm. But, um, I think, no. uh... No, yeah. I think the Daleks exist. I think like I feel like I think the Jadoon were there as well. The Jadoon figures still exist. I've still got the Jadoon actually. They're in good mm. condition. Because I remember, because what you used to do is they used to sell figures in single packs. Sometimes they do multi pack of figures. Mm. They'd sell figures in single packs. So you could just buy like twenty standard Jadoon troopers <laughs> and just get like a whole army of Jadoon or a whole army of Sontarans or whatever. Yeah. But that was good. Have you ever got any Doctor Who memorabilia? Let's just talk about this for a few minutes. Um, I have. I've got a really small uh, TARDIS. Right. And I have a remote control RC Dalek. Nice. Which, what kind of Dalek? What kind of? Uh, Tenant Dalek, the bronze one. Oh, nice. I've got a remote <laughs> control Dalek. It's a, it's a, the blue paradigm one. It's the one from Moffat's. So. Oh, I've also got a metal sonic screwdriver. Nice. I've got a I've got a Matt Smith Sonic screwdriver. Yeah, mine's Matt Smith as well. Nice, cool. And it, it works on the TV. Great. Mine yeah. mine just kind of makes noises when you press the button, and it does. Oh, mine also it does, does the that. flicky thing. Yeah, mine also does that, but it can also be a remote for a TV. Oh no, mine's just a 
just something. I think I was, I think I was like cosplay. I don't want to say cosplaying. I think it was mm. like Halloween, and I was like Doctor Who or whatever. That makes I sense. I needed a sonic screwdriver. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was that was always a fun time. But Doctor Who was like big when, I, when we were kids growing up around Doctor Who. Amazing. Well, is that yeah, exactly. It was well, it was it was Tennant when we were young. Yeah, Doctor was Tennant. Yeah. And then it leaned into Matt Smith, and then at that point we were grown up once he finished. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Doctor Who, I mm-hmm. wonder if you have a Doctor Who related weekly wreck for us, Corey. Kind Do of. Do you? Kind of, okay. Far away. Well, technically not. But originally, my plan was to recommend Torchwood mm. because. Um, in the trailer for the next episode, you also okay. see uh, these two females. Okay, who are those two females? Uh, they are revealed to be... I'm going to make sure I get my names correct, because I didn't know who they were. Okay. Um, I had to look this up. I was told this. Uh, they are Tegan and Ace. Right. Which are two old kind of companions. Companions from of the Doctor, yes. And I believe they're also in Torchwood. Right. So I was going to recommend Torchwood, because to get some context on who they are because i didn't know right. who they were. however okay. i have not seen torchwood because i was going to plan on watching it as well so okay I thought, well i can't really give a wreck i think i've seen bits of torchwood i don't think i've seen all of it that's what i mean I'm like, i can't give a rating to something i haven't right yeah so i thought okay i'll mention that if you want to know who okay. them two are they're there and i was thinking well what else can i what else can i recommend was it a piece of doctor who media perhaps no this is completely not doctor who related at all right um because it, it was going to be Torchwood and Foot Now, it'll be something else. And for what have I seen this week? What have I watched this week? I'll just pick something that I've seen this week. Okay. Uh, and so today's wreck is completely not Doctor Who related, but if you want to okay. go see something fun, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, so I'm going to recommend Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I watched it this week on TV. And is, it was there great. Any, is there any. Can we find some sort of loose connection? Do we have to play sort of uh, the Kevin Bacon <laughs> game? The six, the Oracle of Bacon, we have to figure out why, how is Mrs. Doubtfire connected oh, to Doctor Who? Uh, can you, I can't think of anything. Actually, I, I think you can. Let's see if we can try this out. Right, let me go, because I know in the Oracle of Bacon, you can actually set it to search for other people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Oracle of Bacon is? Yeah, it's, uh, oh, I, or I call it the seven, is it seven, uh, seven separation of bacon or something? Yeah, yeah. Right, let's connect David Tennant, <laughs> here we go, to... Obviously, Robin Williams. Yes. How easy? How many connections do you think we'll find? Uh, find link. Four. Two. Oh. Here we go. Robin Williams was in The Big White with Woody Harrelson, who was in Free Jimmy with David Tennant. Oh, okay. There you go. Bang. Connected. <laughs> so, uh, let's try. Let's try. Let's try Jodie Whisker just for. Yeah, that'll be way further. No, two again. Oh, really? Robin Williams was in AI Artificial Intelligence with Jude Law, who was in Black Sea with Jodie Whittaker. Okay, fair enough. And Black Sea, there you go. Sea Devils. Let's try, yeah. let's try Matt Smith. How many for Matt Smith? Let's try all the recent Doctors. Oh, no, Matt Smith is just a name. Oh, come on. All right. Peter, Cap- Peter Capaldi, come on. Yeah, Peter Capaldi. Right, fine link. Two, again. Robin Williams was Robin Williams was in Dead Again with Andy Garcia, who was in Mod Modzilagini with Peter Capaldi. Nice. So there you go. That's that's our connection to Doctor Who. <laughs> oh god, it's amazing that size, isn't it? 
It really is. Maybe our direction would be go to the Oracle Bacon and, and, and connect some actors. <laughs> uh, what would you rate Mrs. Doubtfire then for a real uh, rating? I rate it a solid 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10, nice. And it's while we're in the fun. business of real rating, I've realised we haven't actually real rated Legend of the Sea Devils. That is a good point. Yeah, we just kind um, of ignored that. and <laughs> We have. Well, maybe that speaks to its rating. It's not going to be good. Right. Are we, should we say it at the same time? Uh, can do. Right. On the count of three, right? One, two, three, then we say the number. Okay. One, two, three, five. Four. Ooh. Okay. Oh. I was going to go 4.5, but I thought I'd go four. I'm five because I just nothing it, really. My opinion is I... Okay. It's, 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 it's... If this was just stuffed in the middle of a season, it'd be mm. a low episode and that'd be it. Yes. And we'd have much better episodes than this. Yes. We'd say, oh, Legend of the Sea Devils, okay, fine. There's those better episodes, you know? Yeah. The one with the Jadoon, good one. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's just far, just middle of the road, five, not really much to say. Yeah. You're four, so you've, you're, you've pointed it lower than me. Yeah, for the main reason of, one, I think as a penultimate episode, it's not good at all. No, it fails. My other issue is, is that um, I watched the whole of Peter Capaldi's last season, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that Peter Capaldi had a season to end with, not like three specials, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Peter Capaldi was the doctor that was, uh, similar to Jodie, wasn't really a fan favourite. Um, I believe Bill and Nardo were also new for the final season, but I could Yes. Be. I watched the last season, and by the end of it, I was looking forward to where it was going to end and what was going to happen. It made me look forward to the final episode of his season, but not because I was looking forward to him leaving, because I thought, right. where's it going to go? What's going to happen with the characters? It's going to be a good time. Okay. This doesn't do that for me with Jodie Whittaker, which is unfortunate. Okay. Um, Would you say it not... had potential and it sort of let it down? Oh, we definitely had potential. You've got a pirate adventure. Yeah. Anything can do that and it'd be a good time. You know, it could have been something like Evil Darkness where it's just fun. And it's just a bit yeah. fun and a laugh. And it doesn't quite hit that mark. And it's a bit confusing and a bit bleh. Mm. A bit bleh. So that's, that's a solid that's No one a solid wants ending. that with Doctor Who. No one like, wants a bit bleh. No, no, not really. I, but I feel like that's, that's remarkably apt mm. for, uh, the, for, for our reaction to the episode in, as a whole. But that was our... Uh, review, uh, 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 sometimes criticism, uh, sometimes observation, uh, sometimes how tall are the sea devils for <laughs> Doctor Who, Legend of the Sea Devils. Uh, we do hope you enjoyed. Uh, we will probably bring you more Doctor Who content as soon as it uh, as soon as it airs. As soon as we get that final episode, we'll be on that. You know, we'll be on it like Raspberry Jam. Exactly. So we bring it to you soon. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for our sci-fi month of May, our Star Wars month of May. Looking forward to it, Corey. Are you correct? Very much so. Very much so. Excellent. So for now, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.